This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by Naruto, the story of a young boy and his dream of becoming the mayor. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, Canada's number one source of misinformation. I'm your host, a big pile of lipids, Tim Down. I had a very adult week this week, gang. Um, took care of a lot of very important adult business dealings. I took a suit to the dry cleaners for the first time. Um, which is probably way overdue. Um, I, I've never taken a suit to the dry cleaners, and I have worn all of my suits almost uh, multiple times to multiple sweaty affairs. Um, that makes it sound sexual. It is not. Uh, I just like to cut it up on the dance floor. So um, probably long overdue, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I have that little stub I feel like I need to, you know, where you bring it in and say, ah, here, I'm here to pick up my suit. And now I'm going to complain, hey, you didn't get this spot out and, you know, give it to my assistant, I guess, because that's a big thing. Somehow, if you're in charge of something, you always uh, have dry cleaning that needs to be picked up by by your new assistant. Uh, so I'm not sure who that's going to be. I am taking applications. Feel free to send them to downsizingpod at gmail.com. It is unpaid. Uh, I cannot pay you with exposure either, so uh, I guess I'll just uh, chill with you for a bit. You want to tell me about your day? I'll listen to your day. Uh, I also, uh, multiple people called for me and uh, did, did the whole, hey, can I speak to Mr. Down? And I could have gone up, to, oh, Mr. Down's my father. Please call me Tim. Uh but instead, I hit him with the, this is he, uh, which apparently is uh, correct grammar, which I don't, I'm not even sure how that makes sense. Uh, I'd love to hear other examples of, of how that is grammatically correct, because uh, I feel like that's me is more, is more grammatically correct, or you got him uh, speaking uh, but apparently this is he is the is the way to go. So I'm throwing that out there. Makes me feel like uh, an important guy with a lot of important dealings, such as having a briefcase. <clears throat> and I don't have a briefcase. I just have a, a messenger bag. But, you know, it's a millennial briefcase. I feel like it's more ergonomic. Uh, another big thing that I did is uh, I dealt with my insurance company, which, again, in every movie, I feel like if there's a single mom, she's trying to deal with the insurance company. She's fighting with them. There's something. They're like, hey, uh, our whole model is something bad may happen to you. And so you pay us so that when that bad thing happens, we can not pay for it. Um, yeah. So I've been dealing with them because my pharmacy, which is great, unironically very good, but the last time I was there, there was probably about 30 people. And I increased the dosage on one of them, and they didn't apply direct billing to it. So you see, I paid the whole amount for the medication out of pocket, which was a tidy sum, I may say. So I didn't bring it up. Well, actually, I did bring it up in the moment because I was like, um, I think, I mean, I know I'm also buying some fish oil supplements and some sponges, but that seems a little higher than usual. And she obviously wasn't hearing what I was saying because she was just like, oh, yeah, it's not the full amount of the medication, but we're ordering more and it'll come in later. And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't the amount of pills. I didn't just rain man and see, oh, actually, there's supposed to be 30 pills and there's only 12 in there. 
uh, I was looking at the at the price, uh, but I decided to take it up with my insurance company because I figured it'd be easier. And boy, was I wrong, because I called and didn't have to go through a huge directory, got somebody pretty quickly, and I'm like, man, this is actually pretty, this is pretty nice. This is going way better than I expected. And talked to the guy, and I was like, hey, man, what's up? Here's the situation. What's best here? Should I, like, what's the best course of action here? He's like, yeah, no problem. Just submit it through the app. I was like, that's a great idea. That's a tremendous idea. You know what? I'll do that. And so I went to try and do that. And I filled in all the information. They asked you for your provider. Just like, is that my, am I putting my doctor? Am I putting my pharmacy? I I put my pharmacy. I had to look up the address. I had to look up the postal code, put in the amount of money, put in the medication, put in all this stuff, did everything, triple checked everything. And then I pressed submit. And then they said, unfortunately, there are items in your claim They cannot be completed digitally. Please submit a claim by mail, including your original receipts. And I thought, that's funny. That's funny. I thought I was on a, using an application on my phone in the year 2022. But I just got asked to mail a document. That's kind of strange. That's like that's like getting an email with audio of a telegram. You know what I'm saying? So I looked at that and I said, no. I'm not going to do that. But I got annoyed and then I went and did something else. And then the next day I called and I said, hello. I tried to do this yesterday and told me I had to submit through the mail. And it's... September of 2022. We're more than halfway to 2023. I'm not I'm not going to go buy an envelope for this. And she goes, "No problem. Uh you can actually go on our website instead of using the app and there's a, a section for in you where you can actually submit uh yeah, you can do an e-drug claim." Uh And so I was like, you know what? That seems a little dumb. But on the other hand, with my bank, I can't get a void check through the app on my phone, but I can get one through the website. So you know what? Banks, insurance, this is all very adult stuff. This is new to me. Yes, I am in my late 20s. This is new to me. So I was like, you know what? I'll give that a shot. So I did that. I did the whole thing again. I went through, put in all the information, put in my information. They asked me questions like, hey, are you are you submitting this in tandem with another plan? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I just hit no. And then uh, I, I got to the end after triple checking everything again. And and they said the same thing. They said, yeah, sorry, bud. You're going to have to send us all your, your original receipts in the mail. And, and And I thought this simply won't do. So then I went... And I called back again, and I explained the whole thing. Hi, I called yesterday, and I went through this, and I can use the app. And then I called again earlier, just about 10 minutes ago, and then I used the website. And it's telling me I need to do it on paper. And I I don't do that anymore because nobody does that anymore. Okay? 
technology's moved on, friend. So the guy on the phone goes, okay, I, I see the issue. No problem. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go out of the e-drug prescription submission, and you're going to just submit it as a regular medical expense. I said, okay. So I went through, and it asked me for way less information. It was just medical, other, the amount, and that was basically it. And he's like, yep, just upload your receipt, submit it, you'll be good to go. <clears throat> I thought, okay. It's kind of a weird workaround. Uh, but I did it. I did that. I did all the steps he told me. I submitted it online with my receipt. I highlighted in orange the actual uh, line for the for the drugs, and then I sent it off. I sent it away, and then that was last week. And this week I was trying to look and see, you know, because when I submitted it, they said you'll have an answer by this date, and I couldn't remember what it was. So I looked in the app to see, you know, what the what the status was. See if I could see it there. And I saw a claim, and it was under my medical, I'm not going to get into the incidents of my insurance plan. It's a different podcast. But basically, there's like a certain amount per year that I can spend on, like, I think it's like dental and glasses and all kinds of stuff like that. And then prescriptions is covered separately, right? Maybe this is the obvious to you people, to, to people that have been paying attention to this stuff for, you know, their entire adulthood. This is still a little bit fresh for me. But anywho, I'm looking at it and I go, oh, wait, does the fact that I submitted it under this other format mean that do I now have less to spend on on glasses and on dental and and other things? Did I just do uh, did I just screw myself out of a out of an amount that I'm owed? I mean, I mean, goodness, uh, you know, uh also, not to mention, it, it felt a little bit like uh, uh, insurance fraud. <laughs> when he's like, "Oh, yeah, it didn't let you needed to mail it like that. Oh, just submit it like this. They don't check the documents there." It's like that seems. This seems like a weird work. This seems like I wouldn't. If I just did this on my own, you guys would take issue with this. If I was just like, "Oh, it didn't. It said I had to mail in some documents or some bullshit," so I just submitted it as if I was. He's submitting glasses. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, money's money, right? Uh, but you'll all be relieved to know, and kind of the the driving force of this story is that I was relieved to, to know that I went and picked up the rest of my pills today and also told my pharmacy about it. And she goes, oh, yeah, I see we owe you some money. Uh, I'll just We'll just reimburse you like right now. And so it doesn't affect my... I think they figured it out. They've got they've got it. Listen, as much as I've complained about them, they figured it out that, oh, yeah, this isn't glasses. This isn't teeth. This is drugs. The pharmacy will pay them back. And so we're all good now. One thing I did note that is a little bit annoying, right, is when I submitted the documents, it said, please keep receipts for uh, up to for 12 months uh, in case we ask you for them. And here's what I'm thinking, right? You want me to send you, you wanted me to mail the receipts. A, you want me to send you the originals, which is by definition, <laughs> but it's not keeping them, right? And two, 
there's an application that allows me to upload files. So why don't I just upload the file of my receipt and then you have it. And then we, we don't need to circle back. You can just look and go, oh, yeah, he uploaded this uh, 11 months ago. But now we can see it's good. So thank God we don't have to have him mail us something. What, what is this, the 1800s? I mean, Christ on a bike. What is this, a Jane Austen novel? <laughs> what are we looking to express our love to, to Mr. Belvedere or, or whatever happens in, in Jane Austen? I actually, I don't know that I've read a full Jane Austen novel. I definitely haven't read Pride and Prejudice uh, or Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Feels like a copyright nightmare. But that is neither here nor there, okay? The point is that I'm at a point in my life where I have an emotional attachment to what happens with my insurance. Do you hear what I'm saying? There was a time where I was just like, yeah, I have that. Um, I don't really go to the doctor for anything, and I feel fine, so I'm not really worried about it, and I'm not really on any medication. So it's just a thing that I have. But now I'm like, oh, shit, is it not covered in my drug, drug coverage? Is it now under considered the health spending account because that's a limited amount it's actually probably a cap whereas the drug doesn't so and then i find out and go oh thank god it's okay cool we're good it's under the drug coverage and not the health spending account this is why adults have that look on their face because they can't think about man what's my favorite color <laughs> what's my favorite pizza topping they're just like oh man because of this one clerical error, I now have to send my birth certificate, a vial of my blood, uh, all my hopes and dreams in a package to uh, the Canada Revenue Agency. Otherwise, uh, eventually I'll just get kicked out of my house and, and kidnapped by CSIS. You know? Picking up what I'm putting down. I'm saying that being an adult sucks. And I would like to opt out. Uh, that's not so much a, like a suicidal thing as much as it is I would like to um, not go to work. And I would like to walk around and pick up a stick and pretend it's a gun. And then peel all the bark off. Uh, and then try and whittle it into a point, And then try and stab my friends with it. I would like to have a sleepover. Uh, I would like to make some prank calls. Uh, and I would like to not have thoughts like, maybe there's a YouTube channel where I can just learn Excel. Like maybe I can learn like cool things in Excel that will help me in my day to day. Or, you know, maybe I do need to read a book on investing. Because that sucks. That's a real shame. I was hoping by this point in my life I'll, I would have made a billion dollars just just through some form or another. And then I can just go, hey, here, hey, my manager, just pay me an allowance, basically. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I think at a time maybe I was like, maybe I'll be like JK Rowling and, and be transphobic on Twitter. No, I'm joking. This, it was a simpler time. I thought, hey, maybe I'll, I'll write a book that everyone's going to really like, and then I'll just get to be at home and, and write books all day. 
And then I can just have somebody where I go, hey, whatever money I get paid for these books, uh, just pay just pay me that, I guess. Um, which is a situation that has famously never gone horribly wrong and no one's ever been taken advantage of uh, by a family member or a business partner or a uh, parent or child. Well, I guess those are family members, so I'm really just padding my list here because I couldn't think of anything else. It's neither here nor there, yet again. There's a lot of things in this podcast that are neither here nor there. Uh, but now that I've, I've rambled about just the um, Kafka-esque uh, qualities of modern life, um, I do know how to use that word, and I do know what it means, and I know enough to know that I use it incorrectly there. It does not apply to what I just described. I'm not a bug. I'm not uh, starving, clearly, if you've seen me recently. And uh, what's another one of Kafka's books? Uh, There's another one about him going to the beach, but that's by a different author. I also don't think that's what it's about. Uh, as far as fitness goes, uh, the co- I, th- I mean, the competition is over. Uh, there's just been no talk of it. It's, it's real. Listen, I'm actually pretty fucking annoyed about it, to be honest with you. If I want to pull back the curtains a little bit, uh, I find it quite annoying. Um, and a big part of why is because it just kind of fizzled out. Um, it's not like if I lost, I would rather have lost. I would rather have come in third place than to win by default. Because uh, it's just, it's not that it was meaningless. It just kind of is not as interesting or fun. Um, and now I'm kind of in a position where I'm not really sure how to uh, motivate myself to work out. Um, I still have been working out. It's just, it was nice to have a goal to work towards, um, even though I think it may have skewed my approach to to working out and getting in shape, because my whole uh, approach was I want to get really strong, as strong as possible. And um, my understanding of how to do that is you just lift heavy, don't lift a lot, like you don't do you know, three sets of 10 reps, you might do like three or four sets of five or, or maybe less, you know, but it's not like a workout every day thing. Cause if I go for a run, if I do like my bench one day and then go for a run the next day, and then the next day I'm supposed to do squats or deadlifts, my legs are too tired to max out. Um, so I think it got me out of, a, a an approach of, of trying to work out every day, uh, which is what you're supposed to do and 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 it's kind of obvious right because if you look at, at power lifters you're not like man that guy's in, in great shape you're like man i think that guy could crush a keg on his forehead uh but then again so could probably a gorilla or a grizzly bear but you're not like wow they're in great they are they look really healthy uh Although I imagine uh, grizzly bears are pretty healthy with eating all that salmon. It's good for your uh, triglycerides in your liver. So not too much mercury either. So, and this is, this is the, I have, 
listen, I got to get my shit in order. And as a, and, and, and a portion of that is talking to doctors and, and nutritionists. And I'm hearing things that I always glossed over, like the glycemic index and triglycerides and um, enzymes. And I'm just, I'm just about to become a guy that likes kale. In other words, a shell of my former self. But but my chickens come home to roost, you know. I mean, <laughs> listen. Uh, cows come home. The whatever whatever other uh, you reap what you sow, so to speak. So now I'm gonna be a quinoa and salmon and uh, daily chin ups guy. Um, usually those guys are also incredibly wealthy as well. So maybe I'll just get to be one of those guys that's that's like really like, man that guy's like more like hotter than Brad Pitt but he just works at a at a 7-Eleven. That's actually I think that could be my niche. I like to be a big fish in a small pond cuz there's low expectations. <laughs> Again, sorry mom if you're listening to this. Uh you did what you could. Uh but <laughs> Listen, uh, so I don't know. I'm all that to say to, to, to loop back to what we were originally talking about here. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do as far as finding goals to motivate myself. I've never really cared about. Um, I know some people is with cardio. They're like, oh, I, I ran a kilometer and I ran it in this amount of time. I'm trying to lower the time. I'm trying to run a kilometer without stopping. Uh, so the, the time for that doesn't really, my pace, I don't really care as much about. Um, I'm thinking about, I briefly thought about today. So if you're in my life and you're like, yes, let's do this, take it easy. It was, it was momentary, temporary insanity. Uh, I was thinking about just signing up for a marathon and then just having that in the future as something to work forward to. Uh, but we'll see about that. It seems, seems like a lot. seems like something that I would very quickly go, I think, fuck this, actually. No, thank you. And I think I should try to stick to, to what has been working for me, which has been li- lifting weights, um, and just try to bring in more cardio now that I'm not trying to just absolutely max out on, on how much I can lift. Um, so we've got things in the works. Uh, we do. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty pleased with my, my eating so far. Um, I've managed to eat a lot more vegetables and fruits. Uh, I'm trying to pay more attention to not so much calories, I guess. I mean, I am trying to not eat as, eat or drink as many calories. That's the big one, drinking calories. Um, but I think I, I have a pretty good approach, and I think I'm doing all right. I did, you know, not to toot my own horn, I did lose seven pounds uh, at one point. I'm not sure where I'm at right now. I don't really want to weigh myself because I've had a couple fun weekends. So I think that that maybe has backtracked me a bit. But uh, I am hungry right now, and it's the evening. So I usually take that as a pretty, pretty okay sign. Uh now, I'm not going to say I had a, a boring week because I, I had actually a, quite a fun week. 
the problem is most of the fun that I had is not really that interesting to hear about. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you the one thing that stuck out to me this week is something that I really truly enjoyed and and meant a lot to me, but I think is maybe maybe a lot of people wouldn't get why I find it so fun. Um, but to give you some context, uh, my girlfriend and I went away to a cabin for mom's birthday over the weekend, um, and we left on Friday. So on Thursday, uh, I just had some errands to run before we left, um, just to get like some groceries because someone was looking after our cat and so on. And while I was out driving, um, I, I, for some reason, I just felt compelled to listen to some LMFAO. Uh, and if, if you are uh, maybe a little younger or a little older, you might not be familiar with the work of LMFAO, but I'd say as far as danceable music, who compares, right? Party rock anthem, you hear that and you don't, I feel a swelling in your heart and in a good, I mean, emotionally, not like a, like a, you know, a fat in your blood kind of swelling or, or a cardiac arrest kind of swelling, uh, but just like a, a good feeling good swelling Then I don't know what to tell you. I think we won't get along. So I was listening to party rock anthem uh, while I was getting gas. I might, I might add. And then to get back to my apartment, I had to sort of loop around over and overpass and then get down onto the underpass part. And then I got to a part that's, I mean, this is traffic descriptions, which is not that important. But all that to say, I had to turn left onto the highway. Uh, and it was in, it was not an advanced green and there's cars coming. So I'm just waiting for them all to pass through before I can go in. And from when I left the gas station and started driving, um, the song changed over and it was on like the song radio. So it's songs that are kind of like the song you're listening to. And uh, Sandstorm came on. At first, I paused because I'm like, is Sandstorm the guy or is Sandstorm the song? But I'm pretty sure the song is Sandstorm by Darude or Darude or whatever. And so that's a that's another song that's pretty tight. Uh, I feel like that was like big in 2006. I remember I watched a compilation of PlayStation 3 footage uh, when it was upcoming. So that's probably 2005, 2006. And it had, that's the first time I heard that song. So it's an old song. But there's a part in the song where it kind of, everything kind of fades out. And then parts of the song start coming back in because, I don't know, if you've never heard it's like... And so on, right? But then it it, it gets quiet and then it'll just go like... And then it just kind of like comes in a little bit and starts to just slowly build up and build and build and build. And I'm in the middle lane, turning left. There's someone turning left beside me. There's these cars coming through, and they're just coming and coming, and they, they start to get less and less. And then there's one car that's finally, it's the last car, but it's going slowly, and it's just coming through the intersection. And as soon as it's through, I peel around the corner as the saw reaches a crescendo and kicks back in in full, and I am 
foot to the floor, just gunning it as I go into the highway, and the sandstorm just kicks in with that fucking melody again, and it made me feel I was on cocaine, and it was fucking incredible, and I'm going to be riding that high for, uh, well, at least as, as long until the next time I do cocaine, right, obviously, obviously, uh, which well, <laughs> might be sooner than you think. Uh, don't read into that, um, anybody that in my life or anybody listening to that. This is purely for entertainment. I've never done cocaine, never seen cocaine. I'm not even going to tell the joke about just liking the way it smells. I don't know how it smells. I'm assuming, for some reason, I'm thinking bleach or peppermint. Those are just the two first things that come to mind. It either smells like bleach or it smells kind of like peppermint. And I know you'd be like, that's weird. It smells like peppermint. Yeah. Um, and I realized that this sometimes this podcast does sound like I'm on cocaine. I'm not. I'm on amphetamines. Uh, but my doctor said it's okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, I've also been trying to come up with some... Uh, speaking of, I've been thinking about different money-making ideas recently. Um, all of them uh, have to do with crime. Because... Uh, People say crime doesn't pay. Uh, it, it, in fact, does. Famously, it does pay. And it pays quickly, actually. Uh, you don't re- usually have to... It's not usually like a net 35 pay cycle for crime. Or you don't usually have to wait two weeks for your first pay. It's 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 pretty immediate. Um, and the government doesn't usually tax it. Because you're not supposed to have that money anyway. So they're not going to tax you on it, right? Um, so I've, I've just... There's been a bunch of videos where it's like, hey, here's this guy who smuggled heroin for like 10 years and then went to jail for 20 years. And now he's in a YouTube video talking about smuggling heroin. And you're like, interesting. That's so intriguing. Uh, So I watched one on how to smuggle heroin, how to smuggle cocaine. Uh, Another one on how to rob banks. So I'm taking a lot of notes. I'm getting a lot of uh, a lot of good ideas, I think. Um so, you know, them just some business ventures. I think it's, um, you know, people might say, oh, it's immoral to, to deal drugs or to steal money. And that may be true. But I could also be become a crypto guy, which is just very annoying. Uh, and also crypto is on a downturn. So uh, I know that might be FUD, according to people in the community. But listen, listen, uh, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. So you won't hear me talking about uh, Bitcoin. But if I do start dealing drugs, you might have a conversation by which I mean I will talk at you about starting a business uh, that will ultimately never be started, which uh, I guess is a little bit like what I was doing in the beginning of this podcast with all of the ads. So, there's a lot to think about there, I think. A lot of things to sift through. Uh, Oh, I also stopped. (laughs) On another serious note, I stopped therapy. uh, Because it was kind of... I've stopped before. You kind of hit points where you kind of run out of stuff to talk about. So, uh, I like to sometimes take a break and just digest. And just kind of try to stop thinking about 
my life and just start doing stuff in my life. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just treat this like my therapy and just tell you all the things that are going on in my life and just complain. And then (laughs) we'll make everybody uncomfortable, uh, more so than usual, you know, with talking about eating rotting meat and, and maggot cheese and, uh, all the other little, uh, quote unquote shenanigans and tomfoolery I get into on this show. Um, another idea I had, speaking of making people uncomfortable, uh, I've been thinking about, uh, getting involved, uh, with OnlyFans. I think I could really fill a niche on OnlyFans that's not being filled because let's be honest, um, from what I understand, it's, uh, mostly women, right? And what guys that are on there, uh, are usually classically handsome and ripped. Um, now I may be classically handsome, but unfortunately I'm not ripped, but I think I can fulfill a, a certain niche. Um, now bear with me. Um, and you know, as I w- originally, when I was thinking about this, this was more of an OnlyFans thing. I think what I'm describing is more akin to uh, prostitution, shall we say? But again, bear with me. So in Japan, okay, I know this might be a chilling start for some of you, but there are places you can go where you will have a where, where women can have discussions with men, uh, as if they're. Um, as if they're in a relationship. And obviously, the same thing goes for men who can pretend to go on dates with women. And it's not sexual. It's just a very interesting look into the way that modern society works. Not to go full Joker mode on you. But I think what I can do is I can start a service where um, I play the part of a a boyfriend that fulfills your emotional needs. So how it would work is it's kind of like a a role play thing, but again, not sexual, Uh, but ladies come home from work. It's been a long day. You're wearing a pantsuit. Who knows? You had a rough day at the office. Somebody called you toots. Uh, I'm not up to date on, on what goes on. Uh, Feel free to let me know in the <laughs> downsizingbot at gmail.com. Be coming, and there's a guy, average looking guy, and he's got dinner going. And you're like, oh, wow, you're cooking dinner tonight? Like, yeah, I thought you needed a break. Yeah, I just did the dishes. And it's like, okay, well, uh, well, I'm going to go clean the bathroom. Go, oh, I actually uh, I had some extra time today. I actually cleaned the bathroom for you. Um, I thought you might want to take a bath before dinner, so... Uh, I got that ready for you. There's some there's some bath bombs in there. Oh. Okay. And then over dinner, uh, I just ask you questions. And I look in your eyes and go, yeah, tell me about that. And then go, oh, yeah, well, I was talking to my boss today. That Sharon? Yeah. Yeah, it is Sharon. And I'm just there. And I'm listening. And I'm looking you in the eyes and I'm nodding. And if you tell me something that's frustrating, my eyebrows furrow. If you tell me something that's a little interesting, my eyebrow goes, uh, one eyebrow goes, really? I never knew that. Where'd you hear that? And then, you know, just just fulfill that, right? Um, 
I think there's a market for that, to be honest with you. I think uh, I think women are taking over the workforce, at least in the corporate world. And so there's a lot of, you know, and when I look around, I'm seeing a lot of well-dressed women and I'm seeing a lot of guys wearing pajamas outside that uh, that actually do the whole, you know, switch your under, you know, I'm not going to change my underwear. I'm just going to rotate at 90 degrees. So now uh, the part that was on my ass is now on my crotch and that's cool. That's what I'm going to do, right? So I'm just saying, I'm looking to fill an emotional need. And I know you might be thinking, hey, why can't it just be a hunky guy shirtless with like an apron on doing all this stuff, right? Why does he have to be an average looking guy? Because it's more believable, right? It's more believable. I mean, why do people like The Sopranos? Because you look at Tony Soprano and you're like, man, this isn't like a, this isn't like a, just a guy who has abs. They're like, oh, Brad Pitt's the, the leader of the mafia. You look at that guy, you go, yeah, I bet there's a lot of guys that look like that in Jersey that are involved with the mob. That show did a lot for body positivity, I feel. Uh, and a guy gets killed for, for fat shaming a guy's wife. <laughs> he gets fucking killed for it. <laughs> I mean, good lord. Uh, so listen, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Uh, I also could just go the other route and then just do the exact same kind of content as all the dudes with, uh, you know, 3D delts and and eight pack abs. But I'm just me. I'm just I'm just myself. I think that would be more funny for me than anything else. But I did read a very interesting article a couple of years ago about average-looking guys on OnlyFans and how they actually clean up. Like guys that are just smaller guys, weird body hair placement, balding, making six figures in OnlyFans, just not even going full nude. You know, I'd look into this stuff more, but I feel like it would really do a number on my algorithm. Uh, and and that's that's not what I'm looking for. I already am receiving the same ads over and over and over and over again and and I'm just sick of it and I don't need it to be any more the uh, the ads that I'm getting as a guy are already annoying enough it's like Dr. Squatch and and fucking Manscaped and all that stuff very annoying it's all just hey you've got a cock why don't you wash it it's like okay you know what it's not 2015 anymore, okay? We're not on Spike TV. We don't need some guy going, <laughs> commercial starting off with with some random 21-year-old model just going, ew, your balls smell bad. And then that one guy who has been in the woods for like six years coming, <laughs> coming into frame and being like, is this you? Do you smell? You're not supposed to smell. You're not a nose. And then he throws a plate or something. Hey, we we collaborated with Star Wars, so now you can smell like Darth Vader's uh, mask or something. Listen. Listen to me. If I... Listen. I've gotten ads for stuff that I've bought. Like, I I bought an Udi, and I continued to get Udi ads constantly. Probably because I visited their website. I would like a feature 
where if I can click on an ad and I can go, yeah, I see your ad. I bought something. Please leave me the fuck alone. Okay. <laughs> because goddamn, if I get one more fucking ad for Brian Shaw's mouth guard thing, I, I'm going to pull my teeth out. Okay. Is that an overreaction? Yeah, sure. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, who might argue? Okay. Uh, but that's just, that's just what I've been thinking about. These are my old man thoughts. The crazy thing about this podcast is it's going to be the same when I'm 90 because I'm going to be just doing the same thing. I'm going to be complaining about things I don't understand, acknowledging that it's my fault for not understanding them, uh, and then ultimately dying. Um, and maybe the funniest part of this episode is me saying I'm going to live till I'm 90. Seems not likely. I know there's a lot of people that are in their 90s that are like, the secret to me living forever is I drank a can of Dr. Pepper every day, or I drank three glasses of rum a day, and that's why I'm 105. I don't think so. Somehow, I don't think so. Uh, now, I've put I've put a lot of information out there. I've been... Uh, <laughs> I've given you a lot to mull over. Uh, uh, you valued listener of, of this podcast. Um, so I think we're more or less going to end it there. Uh, I, w- I was thinking this week I want to start watching sports. Um, I just want to start watching sports on TV. Um, and my girlfriend said that that's like that, that tweet about when guys turn 30, you have to pick one personality. Uh, and it's uh, craft beer guy, smoking meat guy, or like World War II history guy. And I actually disagree. I think it's very unusual to become a sports guy in your 30s. Most sports guys have just always been sports guys. It's very rare to become a sports guy. Uh, so I'm thinking about getting unreasonably into a... Like, I'm going to become a huge Aussie rules football guy. So that I can just be super into a sport that I can't talk to anybody about. Because there's too much for me to catch up on with hockey or baseball or football or basketball or football. So I'm just going to go with Aussie rules because no one knows what the fuck that is. And then I can just have that be my thing. Or I could spend the next six weeks trying to figure out how cricket works. And then that could be my sport. I'm just saying I'm trying to connect. (laughs) I'm very in touch with my feminine side. I'm trying to trying to get to know my masculine side uh, if there's any if there's any there if there's anything there at all uh so yeah i think i think we've we've done i've done enough psychic damage for this week um as always like i said at the at the top you can send me an email at downsizingpod at gmail.com uh, or you can follow me on instagram at excessively underscore caucasian uh tune in next week to see uh I don't know. Just to tune in next week if you want. <laughs> Bye now.